Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Ball Review presented to folks talking sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties. Five Star Properties, a Dallas-based company owned by a UH alum. If you are facing foreclosure or need to sell your house, as is for cash, call 972-532-SELL or visit the website at fivestarprops.com. I am Chris Gardner, owner and co-founder of the Houston Round Ball Review. On the screen right now is Willie Gibson in Ohio. How are you, Mr. Gibson, sir? I'm doing well, sir. How about you? Doing well. I'm in Fort Worth. He's in Ohio. And another person in Fort Worth is going to bring him in. He's just popping in right there. It's Andy Yanez from Gallery Sports. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Chris. Good morning. How are you? Doing all right. We're going to get into this. Um, will, Will, Will. Yes. You got a surprise to discuss, I believe. The Ohio State Buckeyes are still playing basketball. Will. Surprise the who? No, 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 no. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they play at uh, they play in an hour in semifinals of the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, that's a, another reason why we're doing doing the show right now. This folks talking sports edition is because I know they're playing soon. Um, the Cougs play at two, and we have Commissioner Michael Resco from the American talking to the media in two hours so andy will be leaving shortly to head over there and i'll be leaving soon after that to head over to the arena to wow it's kind of strange to say it but michael resco and the commissioner of the american let's see what it'd be less than four months the coups will no longer be a member of the american so huh be a michael resco is one of the last times talking to us as the houston cougars are a member of the american but Andy, any thoughts on, we're going to talk about it just real briefly, thoughts, more digestion of the Cougs' 14-point win yesterday over East Carolina, despite shooting Will, 28% from the floor. Mm. 28% and missing 41 shots, uh, which is a third when you think about it, and of course that that offensive rebounding mark that Calvin Sampson always talks about wanting to get half of those misses. Houston didn't come close to that. They only got seven offensive rebounds on 41 of those misses. Uh, not much to dissect. I mean, that we, from kind of what we heard at the, the players and, and Coach Calvin Sampson postgame, the, the kind of key phrase used by Coach Sampson was out of character, and that's absolutely what it was. Now, Houston is, at the end of the day, what separated Houston from East Carolina is that they had Marcus Sasser, and, and Sasser caught fire. He did what stars do, especially in the second half where he scored 24 on those 30 points, and he was really the, the key player that helped lift Houston past East Carolina. But it's March. I know it's not the NCAA tournament. It's the American Athletic Conference postseason tournament. But at the end of the day, win in advance. That's another one of the key phrases that they – Use and that's exactly what Houston did. Now it always seems like it's become a tradition for Houston and Cincinnati at some point having to meet in the American Athletic Conference postseason tournament. And of course, they they will meet again 
later today at 2 p.m., which would, will be the last time they ever meet in the American Athletic Conference tournament. Maybe they'll be meeting in the Big 12 tournament a year from now. Who knows about that? But Houston's played Cincinnati twice already. Jarris Walker starred in both of those games. Uh, I think the Bearcats are much better in the second meeting towards the end of January at Perkita Center. So I think it'll be an interesting matchup, but I don't expect Houston to shoot as bad as they did on Friday. And it, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think Cincinnati is going to be scrappy. It's going to be winner go home for them because if they lose, they're going to be out. It's going to be the end of their season. But I expect Houston to put together a better, cleaner performance and come out with a win in advance to the American Athletic Conference Tournament Championship. It's, it's hard to shoot 28%. Two games in a row. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to shoot 20% on purpose. All of averages. <laughs> you know, I mean, Will, Marcus Sasser was, I think, 9 for 15 from the floor. The rest mm-hmm. of the team was 7 for 42. 7 wow. for 42. And they won by 14 points. So, That's- but East Carolina got a freshman named Ezra Osser at 18 points. And 19 rebounds, 19 boards is a new record for the American Athletic Conference tournament. He had 12 and 10 in the first half mm. against the Cougs as they destroyed Houston on the boards 24-14, which I know Coach Sands was not happy about and let the players know about that specifically at halftime. But, and they did a better job in the second half on the boards. Houston won that battle by nine to help them he made free throws. Was the Chris Carter today against go. Cincinnati on ESPN to quit? And no, I was gonna say you were kind of cutting out. Things. Okay, um, you know, both of us in the hotel, so Wi-Fi <laughs> spotty, and we got construction going on here in this hotel, which started about an hour ago. So another reason for me to head over to the arena a little early. So they're renovating and on the floor above me. So if you hear banging or short circuiting. That's one of the reasons, but Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi in, in hotels, Will. You know, yeah. we're, world, we're world travelers now. Mr. Gibson, do you have any news to share about Big Ten um, expansion or anything like that, sir? No, man. No. No, I, I saw what you saw, but again, the Big Ten has no commissioner, so who are they talking to? When are they supposed to have a commissioner, Will? Great question. It, no one it, knows. So, I mean... Because I heard one timetable was in April. Well, Kevin Warren leaves in April, right? He's gone. Okay, I mean, like official title, whatever, whatever. Help me out here. Help us out from non-Big Ten country. Kevin Warren's been gone. Okay. He's with Chicago. He's been with the Bears. The, commi- the, the Big Ten has no commissioner. So all of these innuendos and rumors and this and that, they have no commissioner. So I'd love to know who these people are talking to because there's no decision maker. Do you think there's a possibility that the presidents, Big Ten presidents, the new commissioner, whoever, do ultimately decide to expand again? Um, to quote KG, anything is possible. Um, but I didn't say that, Will. That's not me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Yeah. My, yeah. Bad. My, yeah. Bad. Yeah. My bad. I'm, I'm the broke KG, so yeah. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. you said that. I didn't say that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, um, it's possible, but the the most powerful AD in the in the conference is against expansion. So, 
take that as you will. Um, and he yields a very, very powerful stick in the conference. Gene Smith, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't. He's not with it. He's not with it. You know, he's been approached to become the new Big Ten commissioner. He has uh, rejected those overtures. Uh, Gene has bigger fish to fry. His his ultimate goal is to be uh, president of the NCAA. Um, no. That's uh, the worst kept secret in Columbus. Has right. been for years. That, that's always been his goal. He came here wanting to be the president of the NCAA. Why? So, to, to transform the, to transform it? To take slings and arrows? To be the most hated man in college sports? Uh, um, how do I want to say it? Um, it looks good on the resume. Title. Power. Oh, oh, okay, power. I, I go with power. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's. I was trying to dress it up, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Power. Will, are you going to hop on a plane and fly from Ohio to Kansas City to see Shaq Diesel DJ at the Big Twelve Championship? No, no. Is that is that is that must see? Is that must see? I, I think I think Shaq is he's a, he's DJing tonight or, or he did it last night, but it's all part of the Big Twelve. Is Brett Joe Marks? Entertainment and you know, meshing entertainment and sports with the Big 12. You know, mm-hmm. part of this promotion, marketing, all those things. Fat Joe performed as well. So, not, not, so, not, not, not the product on the field. We want to party. Okay. Well, we're already, Big 12 is already the best conference in basketball, Will. You know, period. Really? Numbers, n- numbers say that. Last week, champions okay. say that too. So, the, Ah, you poking raw national championship. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's 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 KU and, t- and that's right, right? KU won it, right? Yeah, right, Andy? Big Twelve. Yeah, the year yeah. before that, Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's okay. Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. All right, Big Twelve. Wow, y'all talking mad trash now. They got yeah. a little. That's, that's 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 not trash. That's that's those are facts. No, I'm talking about i about the Houston the Houston contingent. That's yeah. You know, okay. You know, because if we were going to talk trash, we could talk about. The Tar Heels will, yeah, but you did by saying Kansas yeah. won the chip. That's what. That's what. Oh, was. I wouldn't even think about that. Nah, yeah. I wouldn't think about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I really wasn't. I would not think about that whatsoever. Not yeah. whatsoever. That even in my yeah. mind. I just go on the Big All Twelve right. angle, you know. All so right. fair enough. But Andy, as you are get ready to head over there, any final <laughs> words on this edition of Folk Talking Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties? I am really, really interested to see what happens in the other American Athletic Conference semifinal match between Memphis and Tulane because Tulane swept Memphis twice in the regular season. So it'll be interesting to see how these two teams match up. I think it's interesting. Houston swept Cincinnati and Tulane swept Memphis. And obviously we know the proverbial hard to beat a team three times. So it's going to be something that we'll see how that holds up. And then, of course, we have to see what Mike Oresco says during his press conference. I think it was interesting that a few days ago he wants to get rid of the power conference labels. He's not, I guess, his powers, hashtag power six conference is in the rearview mirror and he just doesn't want to. There's no such thing as power conferences if you're not in the Big Ten or SEC, according to Rusko. But who coined that term? Power media? six? Or the, yeah, who, who coined that? Who, you know, power conference and the group conference. Who, who coined that? Was it media or was it the big boy conferences? If you hear Resco, he's blaming it on media. Will, what say you about that? I, I heard Power Six from Michael Resco. Yeah, but Power Five, but Power Five, who, who coined the term Power Five? Oh, the Power Five. Um, mm, 
I, I think that's giving the media too much power. I think that has to come from because why would the why would the NCAA adopt something that the media created? So it came from the big conferences, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think Commissioner Resco's frustrations in, in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, the bigger conferences, they coined the term because they're the big conferences and they can. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just fact. Yeah. You know, there, there are schisms in college sports. And yeah. right now there's a power two and then the others and then the others. <laughs> so, you know, the Cougs are leaving the lower tier moving to one of the other three, but they'll still be behind the power two. Who are the and, power two? And the power two is Big Ten and the SEC, oh. only because of football, which, you know, I don't understand the fascination with football, the obsession with football in America that, that has been, and it's a lifeblood of some people. I don't understand that, never have. You know, mm-hmm. basketball, and the one thing I do come in, I'm kind of curious to see how Brett, your mark, will monetize basketball in the next meteorite deal in six years, how he's, if he's able to monetize it. Because for years, college basketball has been undervalued. And that's part of, I think, Mark Emmert's fault for that. When he did not go uh, the tournament to the open market, he took a deal from CBS and sounds good at the time, sure. But looking back on it, could have got more money, definitely got more money, got money for the women's tournament, which is way, way undervalued. And they don't have units for the schools in that tournament. When by units, I mean teams receive money for every round they advance, like they get on the men's side. And I think, what is it, Will? 300,000, I think, each round, something like that. And that's for six years. So Houston or Carolina or Duke or anybody on the men's side they get three hundred thousand for the first round, then another three hundred k for the second round, and so on. And that money goes to the conference that those schools participate, and it's divided up among the members. Women's side has none of that, Zippo. So that's the issue that needs to be addressed in the next media rights deal for the NCAA and basketball. I think in a year or two, those tournaments come up. Andy, may have got to check it. Head on out. I'll see you over yeah, there in a bit. Tell Dustin I said hi. For sure. We'll do reminder to tune into Let's Reach Cougs presented by the Saxonian family, probably around 6, 5 p.m. around there, depending on the time. Of course, we'll be discussing everything that happens after the American Athletic Conference semifinal game between Houston and Cincinnati. Chris, I'll see you in a few, in an hour, a few minutes, and we'll thank you for hopping on. See you guys in in a short while. Take care, man. All right. And we're back. No need for intro because I had intro. So live things happen happens when you do live stuff. So I can combine two videos once they're done. We, and we, technology is wonders, well, good and bad. <laughs> so, yeah. but all right, we're back. Welcome to another edition of, well, the same edition of <laughs> the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties. And again, it's pressed the wrong button by accident. No worries, it wasn't on purpose, it wasn't intentional. Was it an accident? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... But a reminder, Post Talk of Sports is sponsored by Five Star Properties, fivestarprops.com. I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review. Twitter, there you see the HR Review. And joining me also is Willie Gibson, 
Chris Gibson again. How are you, sir? Long time no see. Hey, man, it's been a while. I'm good. I'm good. How the Cavs doing, Will? Cavs good. They lost last night, uh, 119-115 in Miami, uh, second night. Uh, well, I can say it's a back-to-back. Uh, they've been there. Um, they played Wednesday night. They won Wednesday. Uh, the Cavs is interesting. In the last half of their schedule, they have uh, two games and three nights in the same city. So they just did it in Miami, Wednesday, Friday. Now they moved to Charlotte for games Sunday and Tuesday in Charlotte. And then the, the on Wednesday, they have a back-to-back. So on Wednesday, they're at home versus the Sixers. And then uh, later in the month, they have a – now this is a back-to-back in Brooklyn. So, no, I think that's a, a two and three nights as well. So, But it's great for this young team, and Donovan Mitchell mentioned it, because it gives them a playoff feel. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're in the same city. You play the same team twice in three days. You make adjustments. You get a feel on the fly, and it gives them the opportunity to get kind of a practice run-through of the playoffs before the playoffs come. So it actually is a benefit. Um, Darius playoffs. Garland did We're talking playoffs? playoffs? Playoffs. Yes, sir. It's been a while. you got to talk on when you can. But, um, yeah, the, Darius Garland did not play last night. Uh, officially, uh, ruled out with a five contusion. Unofficially, some people say he had the Miami flu. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's not for me to say. But uh, I will say he did not play. And and he did as he does all – he has done all year long. Um, Donovan Mitchell led the way with 42 points. Um, Cleveland was up. Cleveland was up the entire game and allowed 37 points in the fourth quarter, which – J.B. Bickerstaff was not pleased with, but he's also understanding and, and aware that this team is young. They're learning, and um, you know these things are going to happen. But it, what's amazing to me, Chris, uh, as far as the Cavs, is the 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 vert the I'll just say it, the hate directed towards Isaac Okoro because he's a third year player, fifth overall pick, left school as a freshman, so he's. 21, 22 years old. And it's amazing how people fail to give him the opportunity to the opportunity to develop. I mean, he's a small forward. He was a third-year player. And to kind of contrast it a little bit, people are well uh, go above and beyond to allow second-year Evan Mobley to develop. And that's why they should. They should. Evan Mobley is as J.B. Bickerstaff states, <clears throat> going to be the most important player on the Cavs in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And you see that. So people are willing to give Evan Mobley all the runway in the world to develop. But with Isaac Okoro, it's like, no, nah, we got to get him out of here. Get somebody else in here. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Fans are fans, Will. Yeah. Because, well. in, you know, in case you hadn't heard, uh, Jabari Smith Jr. is a bust. Yeah, uh, the Rockets should, should trade or Kevin Porter Jr. and also Jalen Green. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. that's how that's how things are down here in Houston or in Houston. I'm in Fort Worth right now, of course. But yes, all that's on the table. Jabari's a bust. I didn't hear this after Jabari scored 30 against the Pacers a few days ago. Right. 
that he was a bust, but, and that, you know, KPJ should be traded. And he's, he was the reason for the Rockets losing despite being hurt. <laughs> he hadn't played since January, but all the problems and the culture issues, the locker room issues were because of him. And he was out for a month, missed 20 games. I just love how these, especially the national people who I, I, I haven't seen some of these national folks in Houston at a, at a game in a locker room. Yep. And yet they're talking about culture and locker room issues. Who are y'all talking to? Yeah. Where are y'all getting your info from? Because I know when I'm in the locker room, I don't see any problems. I don't hear any problems. We'll give you an example. I think it's a pretty appropriate example. After the, I guess, really two earthquakes that hit Turkey and, and Syria. Mm-hmm. Alperen Shandun rockets forward from Turkey. He does not live in that damaged area, but he you know, had a few friends who were impacted, obviously, but Alp being a citizen of Turkey, wanted to do his part, wanted to raise money, donations, what have you. His teammates helped him with what to do, helped him with suggestions about how to raise money, how to raise funds, how to accept clothes, toiletries, all those things. His teammates did that. They were discussing it. Well, guess where they're discussing it? In the locker room. Imagine that. So I'm... That does, that does not sound like a chemistry problem or a locker room problem to me. Not at all. But, you know, folks got to spin what they want to spin and get those clicks and, and make the national bosses happy. Whereas us local folks who are there almost every day see and hear none of this, but who, what version gets the biggest attention? You know, yeah, everybody has an agenda. So, you know, whatever. And that's this last last game when Rockets went to overtime and lost to the Pacers. Coach Steven Silas said that he mentioned that the chemistry in the team is great. These guys have not quit on each other, on the team. They're battling, they're playing, they're closer now, and they got a goal to finish this season strong. That does not sound like a locker room issue to me. They're yeah. not the most talented team. Yeah, we know that. Known that all year. They're very inexperienced. We've known that all year. There are enough issues with what's wrong with Rockets other than making up stuff. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. But I just, that gets me warm. But my man, my man, we talked about this, uh, I think, on the last folks talking sports. And, it, Will, it's, it's, it's gaining legs, man. It's, it's more and more legs. Mm-hmm. James Harden coming back to the Rockets, Will. No. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't, don't understand, understand it. it. So if folks are chiming in who join us on this new link to uh, this edition of Folks Talking Sports, thank you very much for watching us on youtube and on twitter on the houston round bar view on youtube twitter at folks talk sports just had an issue that we had to we were shut down accidentally on the previous one but we're back we're going to talk some rockets but yes if you're watching us give us your thoughts and have they changed i know james harden is a great player but 
<laughs> I'm not going to say names, okay? But there is not one person I talk to here in Houston. I'm not talking fans. Yeah. But not one person I talk to here in Houston who believes James Harden returning to the Rockets is a good idea. Doesn't it's not a fit. I mean, he just I mean it just doesn't fit. He just doesn't fit. I mean on both sides. One, you're you're continuing to build through the draft. You have this young squad that they're gonna grow and mature, hopefully together. Then you have a what, 14, 15 year veteran by that point? 14 year like veteran. Yeah. 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 You you bring him in. I mean, your vet that you bring in to mentor your squad is your Donis Haslam, someone of that fabric, that ilk, if you will. Mm-hmm. James Harden? I don't get it. PJ Tucker, if you want to bring back a former Rocket, maybe. But James Harden? Man, what's the, what's, what's the benefit for him? More money? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 something, well, something I else. Know, too. Know, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, something else. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, but yeah. Tillman could sell tickets, and also, I'll say it again. I made a, a clip of it from one of the, from our show. <coughs> Would you want James Harden as a mentor to Victor Wembanyama? Nobody oh. said yes to that. Nobody. So, but Tillman wants to sell those tickets. Okay, Tillman. I mean, you know, you're, you're the owner, and you have increased your value, and or somebody somehow or whatever trying to buy the put in a bid for the Commanders and you know there's other issues. But okay. Well, what what's their attendance like? What's their attendance like down there this year? With with the the squad, the way it is. It's announced. It's announced about fifteen thousand. Okay, say less. Yeah. I'm ten is probably pushed ten to twelve thousand. Okay, and it, it seats how many? Eighteen, seventeen, eight, around there, something like that. Okay, but there's there's, there's no there's no sellouts. <laughs> Ever been any sellouts here or there at uh, the building that Tillman owns? But you can see it. A lot of empty yeah. seats. <laughs> Oh, at the games, folks are tired of losing. Uh, which I don't, under, you know, I understand that. Fifteen and fifty-one, they don't Ooh. have the worst record in the NBA because that is owned by my Pistons at fifteen and fifty-two. Who, <laughs> you know, their core guys, boy, knee issue, ankle issue, tendonitis here and there. Well, you know, yeah, let's give the youngsters some more, some more run. I'm good with that. You know, you know, veteran, are you a vet? Yeah. You sure you feel okay today? All right. <laughs> you suddenly got a cold in your chest. <laughs> you sure you are? All right. Well, you know, I feel fine. Are you sure though? Are you sure you feel okay? Because we think yeah. looking at your eye, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. truth of the matter is players want to play. It's the organizations that sit players. It's right. the, organizations that Commissioner Silver doesn't want me to say this, that tank. I'm glad, players, that. I'm, glad that. I'm glad you said that because people talk about this load management and guys don't want to compete and guys don't want to play. CJ McCollum what, last year? Came out and said it. 
There's times I want to play. The trainers take me off the floor. I want yeah. to play. The trainers will say, we have four games in five nights. We're going to sit the middle one out. No. They, these guys want to play. They want to compete. They played their entire lives to get to the pinnacle of their profession. You think they purposely want to sit out? No. And, and that's the thing. I, and I, it was a, a month or so ago. I forgot who it was. But other writers finally acknowledging it. Players want to play. It's the team's management. Staff, medical yep. staff. Yep. No, 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 we're gonna sit you today. Oh, and then it's Commissioner Silver and the owner saying, Well, we want players to play more games. We want them to, for the next media rights deal. We, we would like to ensure for the awards and voting that players play what is it, 80% of the games or whatever, 90% of the games. Most of them do want to play <laughs> 90% of the games. Yeah, yeah, to them, they'll play. Some of the dudes, many of the dudes, oh, I'm even going to say it, women too. Pros, you got to sit them down. You got to make them sit down. Yeah. You know, yo, this ankle is bad. This toe is bad. In Scoot's case, his toe is bad. I asked him if he needs surgery if he, this summer. Will it require surgery? He said, no, rest should be good. Well, he's had a problem with this toe since January. Okay, he missed game because of his toe. They tell us it's a bruised toe. Mm. A bruised big toe? Well, <laughs> we're going on two months. That's a hell of a bruise. Yeah. But he wants to play. He wants to finish out the season. These guys want to play. Oh, and oh, by the way, Will, this is a young man who people blast for all kinds of issues. Oh, I know. But he wants to play. He's playing through an injury, but he's he's part of the the, the uh, issues, the locker room issues. Oh. But you know, I heard him up here. I heard him up here before he got yeah. down there. He was up here. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I, you know, don't get us started. We already started on this one. But seriously, the Rockets have other issues, locker room issues. I don't believe it is one of them. It's, that's not a, a major issue, mm. but it does seem more and more that James Harden to the Rockets. Is going to happen. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, that'll be a Timmy move. But anyway, one more time, you're watching us on Folks Talking Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties. Five Star Properties is owned by a UH alum, a Dallas-based company owned by Houston alum. If you're facing foreclosure, or you need to sell your house as is for cash, call nine seven two. 532-S-E-L-L or visit their website at 5starprops.com F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-P-R-O-P-S dot com Willie Gibson, who did the Buckeyes play and should be coming up soon, right? Uh, yeah, it tips off in about 25 minutes. They play Purdue and the uh, National or not, uh, something to do with the National <laughs> Semifinal. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Ten Conference uh, semifinal number one. So they're playing against the Zach Edies. Zach Edies, yeah. And that's Purdue's problem. If they are the Zach Edies, or if it's Zach Edie and the Edies, they're not very good. <laughs> if it's right. Purdue Bullmakers, then they have a chance to win championship. Yep. But exactly everybody else, that's when they have, they have problems. But we'll see how that goes. And I'll be added to the arena 
uh, from Commissioner Michael Resco, the AAC commissioner. We'll be talking to the media in a little under 90 minutes before semifinal number one, where the one seed Houston Cougars face the four seed Cincinnati Bearcats. Again, will be on ESPN2. And then after that will be two seed Memphis against three seed Tulane. Tulane swept Memphis in the regular season both times, just as the Cougs swept the Bearcats in their two matchups. What are your thoughts on that whole, I don't know if it's a myth, but the belief it's it's really hard to beat a team three times in the season. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? It's a talking point. It's yeah. a talking point. Yeah, I mean. Because my my thing is, if you're better than them, you're going to beat them, beat them twice, yeah. do the same things, you'll beat them again. Yeah, yeah. Why not? What, what's, yeah, it's a talking point. So, yeah, that's that's all I have. So. You know, and it's a talking point if the team that won twice loses the third time. Well, you know. Right. It's really hard to beat a team three times. Yeah. Okay. Who said? Who told you that? Yeah. Yeah. Who told you that? <laughs> so I, I look at it in the game and say, well, in this game, y'all y'all had twenty five turnovers. In your two wins, you had a combined twenty five. So you sure was the was a third time <laughs> match a problem, or was it you problem? Right. Was he might be bringing logic? Well, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna beat him twice. Third time, y'all gonna get it done. That's more you than it is them. Well, to use that adage, I hope that's the case because Purdue beat Ohio State twice. So hopefully it is hard to beat a team three times in a row and Ohio State to get the win today. Yeah. See, you know, we shall see. we got an example in there in the Big Ten. We've got two examples in the American. Probably have maybe a few more in other tournaments today. Selecting Sunday is tomorrow evening. We'll find out where the Cougs will be seated and playing in the first round as well as Purdue. Purdue could be a number one seed. Uh, UCLA is battling injuries to some key players. And the committee is supposed to take injuries into account in terms of seeding based depending on the long-term prognosis of those players. So if they're like expected to miss the tournament, then how are they projected to be without those key players? Yep. So th- that would be an impact. So we'll see. I'm using UCLA as an example because they're the current ones going through a couple of injuries. Yep. But we'll see. I think Alabama and Kansas are one seeds for sure. The question of will KU be the overall number one seed for Alabama? Houston, I don't think Cougs have a chance. If they do, a slim and none. I think slim left town. But uh, <clears throat> Cougs are the metrics darling. So, so um, Cook fans especially believe they should be the number one overall seed. Not going to happen. KU's the best team in the big, in the best conference. They got the most quadrant one wins. All, all those other things. I think the committee will give them the number one. Well, we'll see them as the number one overall seed, and just go down from there. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I think. Let's see. Pro days. Any pro days coming up for the Buckeyes? Yeah, uh, I believe it's the fifteenth. This week. Coming up, okay. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Pro Day is coming up this week. I think, uh, is it Thursday? Wednesday. 15th is Wednesday. 15th is Wednesday. So then the 16th. Then. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, big trade. Yes, the NBA that most feel benefits, I'd say, quarterback CJ's trial. NFL. Uh, NFL, 
NFL. Yeah, the Chicago yeah. Bears, who have a quarterback and former Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields, doesn't need a quarterback. Feel they can get their player down the line, so they pretty much put the first number one overall pick on 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 sale, up for auction, if you will. And the Carolina Panthers, they went and got it. They traded uh, two first round picks, two second round picks, and wide receiver DJ Moore to the Chicago Bears for the number one overall pick. And reports are that they went up to get Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud. And now, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's lion season. And yeah, you know, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's lion season. Don't believe anything you hear between now and the draft. You, you just can't because no one in their right mind is going to tip their hand, if you will, and give you classified information and say, yep, yep, we went up to get him. I just don't believe that. I mean, now, could it be CJ's trial? Possibly. But I think they aren't they're, – they're, they're intelligent enough not to say that. And you've heard that since the trade was announced yesterday. Oh, they went up for CJ. Oh, they went up for CJ. Oh, they went up for CJ. It'd be great for CJ. And, I mean, if not, Houston should be running to the table at two to pick CJ if it's not CJ at one for Carolina. But I just I – just, the skepticism in me is like, I don't – for me to hear it now – Tells me it's not true. Okay. And when, I guess, when the Bears won, what when the, what was it? The Texans won their last game and lost yeah. the first pick in the draft. Yeah, shout out to Lovey Smith. The Bears love him for that. <laughs> most, m- most people at that time believed that the Bears would trade the pick. Yep. The Bears, oh, no, 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 We're not going to trade the pick. We're not going to trade the pick. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Case in point. Case exactly. in point. Ryan Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Caesar. So, yeah. and, and then lo and behold, I mean, that's that's the leverage ploy. And I, yeah. What are your thoughts on what they got for the number Oh, they pick? got him. Oh, they got him. Two ones, two twos, and your number one wide receiver. Five players for one. They got him. Next year's number one. So you traded next year's number one. Not yeah. Oh, they got him without question. Kudos to Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, because that's a huge haul. And see, that's what I thought. Why I said this. Thank you for joining us at this early edition of the show of <laughs> Post Talking Sports, mm-hmm. because the Bears got a great haul, in spite of everybody expecting them to trade the pick. <laughs> you know, right. so they got five players for one pick. Carolina, what y'all doing? I mean, yeah. <laughs> make it make sense, Will. Make it make it make sense to me. Yeah, they 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 must have fell in love at the combine. Whoever they saw last week at the combine, they convinced themselves we gotta have this kid no matter what, and do what it takes to get him. And Bears are like, oh, okay, I got you. Come, come through. Come see me. Get at me. <laughs> they did. Good luck to them. I forgot the name escapes me. I have to look it up. The Texans signed a receiver yesterday. Oh, Robert Woods. Will, isn't Robert Woods like my age now? Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, hey, real talk. Between me and you, I met Robert Woods one time. Robert Woods 137 years old. I, I, I mean, what yeah. a 
two year deal for like fifteen million dollars, something like million. that. Ten million guarantee. Yeah. And I'm like, Robert Woods? Aren't, yeah. aren't his numbers like bad? <laughs> he didn't play last year. I don't think he played last year. I think he blew his ACL and camp. So what what is Yeah? Huh? <laughs> I need we need to talk to A D more about this one because I'm like Make this one make sense to me, please, AD, because I don't understand it. I saw it come across ticket. I was like, "What?" Yeah, huh? and, and, and also heard they coming. They going after Jimmy Garoppolo. They so I don't. Again, it's lion season, but free agency starts Monday, so we shall see. We shall see. But NFL pro sports, there is a reason bad teams stay bad teams. <laughs> I'm just yes. going to say that. Put it like that. And the flip side, there's a reason good teams stay good. So, yeah. Texans, okay. You know, I don't cover y'all, but, you know, I got colleagues here that do on this channel. All right. We're going to wrap it up because you're getting ready to watch the Buckeyes. I'm ready to go listen to Michael Resco at the arena and get ready yep. for the Cougs. But thank you, Wise Citizens, for your comment. We'll, I'll splice this show together. If you missed it, okay. the first part is part one of this show was accidentally ended by Mr. Yanez of Gallery Sports. He just pressed the wrong button. So used to being in the studio, having the own keys to the kingdom, he pressed the wrong button. But it's all good. I'll put them all together and repost on the Houston Round Bar View YouTube channel. This show, Folks Talking Sports, sponsored by Five Star Properties website, fivestarprops.com. Five Star Props is a Dallas-based company owned by a UH alum. If you're facing foreclosure, or you need to sell your house, as is for cash, call 972-532-SELL or visit the website at fivestarprops.com. Brother Willie Gibson, as we wrap it up and close it out, how can folks get at you on the social media platform, sir? I'll add me at WillGibson7, as the, the crawl says, yep. Uh, Will Gibson Seven on Twitter and IG and on Facebook. Will knows. And you see my Twitter there, the HR Review. You're watching hit us either on Folks Talk Sports on Twitter or on the Houston Round Bar View on YouTube. So thank you very much. We are going to have a less rage Cougs post game show after today's Cougs Cincinnati game, well between five and six o'clock start, and then based on that. I may do a less talk Rockets. Rockets playing tonight at home, so probably not, but we'll fit it all in because the Rockets right now do not have the worst record in the NBA that is owned by the Detroit Pistons. Just saying. Detroit's playing the Pacers, I think, back-to-back, and chances are they're going to lose both those games. <laughs> so yeah. I'll continue I saw having... the Pistons last week. I saw the yeah. Pistons last week in Cleveland, and I see why they yeah, have the worst, worst record yes. in the league. Yes. Brick for Vic, Will. Brick. Yeah. For Vic. They're doing yeah. it. Yes. They're doing a good job of it. And hey, I'm okay with that. Because once K was out for the year, I'm like, well, let's give Jaden Ivey the keys and see what he can do with it and, and then go with that. You know, he's played better last few weeks. And that's part of the, the improvement process. But all right. Thank you very much for watching parts one and parts two of <laughs> Folks Talking Sports today, sponsored by Five Star Properties. I'm Chris Gardner of Houston Round Bar View. Thanks to my man, Willie Gibson, in Ohio, and earlier, Indiana is from Gallery Sports. We will be sure you tune in, too, for more content on the Houston Rombar View on YouTube. 
because we'll have probably comments from Commissioner Michael Resco and our next edition of Less Rage Cougs. Everybody, till then, take care. Peace.